2: Triple eight seven two seven back 888-727-BEC, 888727BECK. Huh. Uh, a really tragic circumstance uh, going on in in Philadelphia this morning with a train derailment.
3: It was last night. Yeah, last night I guess it happened. Yeah, last yeah. night. <coughs> but I mean, um, looking at the wreckage this morning is it's really been bad.
2: Yeah, really bad. Uh, here's here's a look at that some of it and uh, so far at least six people are confirmed dead and 200 injured and they're still saying that dozens of people are unaccounted for.
3: Yeah, I know eight, at least the last report I saw, was eight were in critical condition. Really? Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, really bad. Mm. Plus another 25 still in the hospital. Um, and it's, it's just a just complete disaster. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's, I don't know if this one, it's weird because these things happen and, and there's terrible things that go on all the time in the country. And, you know, six people dying. I mean, there's tornadoes that rip through cities where this happens, you know, every once in a while. And it's obviously always a tragedy. There's something about this one in particular, just being from the northeast. I've been on a tram a million times. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've I've taken that train through Philly a million times. Um, And, uh, you know, so it kind of I think hits the media centers really hard, which may be why this is a bigger story than, uh, you know, than some other equivalent tragedy. But, I mean, being on that train a million times, you go through that, that area. They have some footage um, footage of the actual accident occurring, but they have uh, a surveillance camera that was down the tracks just a little bit. And it was a restricted area um, turn. And it was strange because... If you remember, the, I can't remember where the last really bad train crash was, where it was like speeding way out of control, super fast. Mm-hmm. And they had footage of it. It was, I think, it was a foreign country. And you could tell the thing was going way too fast. Here, this one, I mean, it looks like it's going 50 miles an hour. And it looks like it's not. You could see just seconds before the crash, it does not seem to be going at any excessive, crazy speed. So, uh, you know, what the cause of it is, we still don't know. Certainly people speculating immediately that it 's our crumbling roads and bridges that must be uh, the problem we need what we need is more funding for our infrastructure I mean immediately people jumping to that conclusion when we don 't know what it was it could have been someone could have been something on the track it could have been someone putting something on the track we don 't have any idea at this point, mm-hmm. uh, but so far that 's the road they 're going down
2: yeah uh, Jeffy had an interesting uh uh, take earlier when he. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, I mean. Wait, what it's did a you usual just say? Conspiratorial thing, hmm. but it was somewhat interesting.
3: <laughs> Jeffy said something well, interesting. Is was what you're uh, just so we can set the stage here. Jeffy supposedly said something interesting. Go ahead, Jeffy.
4: As Pat and I were discussing the train derailment earlier this morning, I was reminded of a May eighth, so long ago you don't even remember when that day was. What, yeah, how many? Oh, it was a full five days ago. Okay, you can't remember what happened that Mm -hmm. long ago. Uh, The FBI warned of train derailment threat because uh, Mm -hmm. devices that could be used by terrorists to derail trains are being stolen from rail facilities around the country. Wow, really? That's not even so, a conspiracy. I mean, that's pretty. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's. Is that an actual it actually?
2: It doesn't mean that the, that no, happened here. It does here. not mean that that happened here. Is it, it
3: from shadynewsconspiracy.net? Is that where you got that? Where did you, oh, get, let's where'd let's you see, get the original shady story shady from the FBI?
4: Shady.abcnews.com. <laughs> <laughs> is that ABCNews.com? <laughs>
3: I mean, so uh, that is, I would say, it's a legit solid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> because it doesn't make a t- it,
3: it. Your first thought is, OK, was it out of control going too fast? Could it make this corner?
2: Yeah, drunk okay. conductor.
3: Something like that. that does not, neither of those seem to be the case. We don't know. No. We'll find out. But, we, but as of right now, we don't know. Uh, and there's no indication to that front. Now, they have not said terrorism seem, is the cause yet by any means. But they had, you know, t- for a train to just kind of out of
2: nowhere derail, it's obviously... It's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. And, and what they said was, we won't speculate in any way until the facts are in. That leads me to believe, uh, you know, maybe they suspected something like this. Because if they thought it was human error, they might speculate. Yeah, well, it looks like human error. They usually right. do that. They did that in the last one. Um, and so for them not to speculate on that at all, I, I don't know. I don't know. Of course, it's all speculation at this point, And they don't want to speculate. <laughs> what we do let's speculate uh, about their <laughs>
3: speculation which is what you just did actually yeah, you did. actually just speculated about, about their, their spe- non-speculation, non-speculation. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh anyway the train left washington tuesday with 238 passengers five crew aboard uh never made it all the way uh back to philadelphia the crash uh, killed six people one of them u.s naval academy midshipmen according to a source uh close to annapolis it's an absolute disastrous mess according to mayor michael nutter I've never seen anything like this in my life. Wow. Uh, you know, when, when people say things like that, and there are people who've been around and there are officials who have seen some things, it's, uh, it, may, it makes it kind of stand out a little bit. Uh, the miracle may actually be how some escaped re- relatively unscathed, according to the article. And then the other thing was that I found really disheartening. Uh, they said one of the former congressmen who was on board, said the people were just stepping over some of the survivors who were injured just to save themselves and help themselves and didn't care about anyone else. Mm. In fact, that was his quote. People didn't care about anyone else. So stepping over people and stuff. So I pushed out the emergency window. I had to lift myself up because it was kind of on the ceiling and then lift, lifted people up. About eight or nine people got out. Um, so that's, that's yeah. too bad.
3: I mean, you know, it's hard to know how you respond in a moment like that. It is. You hope that people it would jump to help others. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of that did happen uh, on the train. I mean, it, look, I, you know, the way that they describe how bad this was, it took out, I mean, it was just masses of metal, twisted metal. I mean, it was really bad. And, you know, six people obviously tragically dying. It could be, you know, it could be, you know, could get into the double digits, honestly, with a bunch of people still in critical critical condition. But maybe that it, maybe it could have been a lot worse, we, you know. Uh, we, we we won't know, and, and and I that is interesting though, Jeffy. That's an interest. Again, wow. Jeffy said something saying? interesting today.
2: Uh, kind of amazing.
3: Yeah, I don't know how to kind react. Kind of amazing. These moments, I just feel like I, know. I almost just want to go to commercial when this happens. I know uh, because I don't understand how to handle it, how to process <laughs> it. Um, but I guess Jeffy had a good point.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, you
3: know, twice a year or something. Uh, would you say that's yeah it, it doesn't happen often enough for me to remember how I handled it last time all right you know some, like it's one of those things it's yeah. just not a repeatable sort of event uh mm-hmm. but I, I will say that uh you know I it's it's so weird to see this happen because I don't know look is it is it that we just don't spend enough on trains I, I, that just to me doesn't strike look could wow. could there have been a lack of of, of, uh, you know, maintenance, a particular area based on human error or based on, uh, you know, they applied resources incorrectly. Mm. I mean, you know, Amtrak loses a billion dollars just on food. So, I mean, if you apply that extra billion dollars to maintenance, does it solve a track problem? Maybe. But I can't imagine the answer here is what we need to do is spend more money on trains because that's what's going to come. Came from... Already I heard uh, an NTSB person say it on CNN. Nobody really? rides the trains.
2: We're, no. Well, We're not I mean, in that area they that do. That area I they mean, do. Uh, area, I, I mean, they do. But that's a great point, even though.
3: Even then. They don't necessarily r- ride them in other parts of the country, so maybe you shut down the places where well, they don't ride it and apply Amtrak's, that
4: money to the places where they do. That's what their big argument is, right? Amtrak talks about the, the big stretches of uh, rail that they have to take care of and that nobody goes to. Right, And I mean, that's why that's I, because, so it's just like you to lie. A billion dollars <laughs> for food, okay? The Amtrak only loses about half a billion a year. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Only half a billion on food?
4: Okay.
2: So. On, on food alone. Yeah, on food alone. <laughs> um, and it's surprising because that delicious Amtrak food, you'd think it would get scarfed <laughs> up like crazy on those trains. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like the, uh, <laughs> stunningly, it doesn't. Uh, the, it doesn't.
3: Uh, I, <laughs> when I would take the Amtrak train, uh, and this one in particular, uh, it would, I would get the bagel. And the bagel was actually halfway a decent bagel, but it was like, you know, in a bag sort of bagel. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have a toaster, so they would microwave the bagel so it wouldn't taste as stale, like it would get nice and soft. You know how normally you don't want to microwave Mm -hmm. bread because it gets kind of soft and mushy? You do want to microwave the Antrack bagel because it makes it nice and chewy and not as stale. So that's a little uh, tip if you're ever on one of those trains, (laughs) microwave the bagel. but uh, uh, first of all, the NTSB person said it. I heard multiple reporters say, look, you know, this is something we've been talking about. Our crumbling roads and bridges are an issue and we're not addressing it. And then Donald Trump was the king of all the douches in this one. I mean, I, you know, I know a lot of people like Donald Trump. And there's things... I used to love the guy. I mean, I, when, I, when I was a kid, I read The Art of the Deal when I was like nine. I mean, I loved the guy. Um, but uh, he comes out moments after the crash and says this, like, you know, we, we just... Politicians won't solve our crumbling infrastructure or something like that. And then says, the only person who can solve our crumbling
2: infrastructure is me! Oh, uh, <laughs> I Don. see that one coming? <laughs> so uh, uh, so on. predictable. So predictable. Can you wait until, I don't know, a <clears throat> day after we... Uh, can
3: we count the dead before you start making yourself the issue here? Really irritating.
2: Well, they do say it's an extremely heavily used stretch of track they have trouble keeping it in a state of good repair. Yeah. So they're already trying to point to the tracks. But that's because the there's trains on it all the time. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that's one of the main yeah. issues is because SEPTA trains are on it all the time, um,
3: and uh, that's the local sort of train. And then you also have uh, the Amtrak trains, which, which are, are buzzing through there, and the Acela's going through there all the time. Um, the other thing is they do say that that stretch of track has actually increased 30% in usage since 2005. Really? So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, wow. it's just, you know, it's, it's the only part of America where the train kind of makes sense. And, again, I don't know <laughs> that you'd build it from scratch right now, but since the tracks already exist, it probably does make sense uh, to, uh, to keep it. Um, you know, obviously, government should have zero job in it, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of that at all. But, uh, you know, you could, you could, there probably is someone who would say, look, there are millions of people who ride this thing every year. I'm sure a private company would come in and say, hey, we'll take that over. We'll be more than happy to to take over uh, running that for you. And I'm sure they'd run it much better, as most, as almost every time uh, is the case when it comes to private industry over the government. Um, you know, I, I don't think that this has anything to do with this particular crash, but it does have to do with the response of reporters saying, hey, let's throw billions and billions more at this issue Uh, You know, look, that's not the answer here. And, uh, you know, maybe it's moving money around from different things. But free money for Amtrak is not there's no lack there. They they get get, plenty
2: of cash. Yeah, they're almost totally subsidized. I mean, as expensive as Amtrak is to ride and it's almost like a plane ticket Mm -hmm. um, and, and probably in some cases it's more than a plane ticket. Uh, mm-hmm. no, the definitely. government still subsidizes that to the tune of I forget what. Don't they pump in four billion a year mm-hmm. in Amtrak? It, it seems like that's the figure. I'll have to look look into that again. But I I think the government pays well, almost the more, whole. I feel like it's way more than that. Yeah, it <laughs> I might could be wrong. It
3: might be. Um, I remember though. I mean, to tell you how much the tickets cost, I, we used to take. Uh, we used to call it the Amtrak tax uh, because if <laughs> you are lazy and you miss the New Jersey Transit, which is also incredibly subsidized, right. if you miss that train. Which, you know, it'd be like, what? What was the tra- one way train in New Jersey Transit? I can't remember exactly at this I point. I don't remember. I it was like,
4: like three or 400 bucks a month. It was 300 or $400 a month ways. for unlimited rides. Right. But
3: like one ride on New Jersey Transit was, what, $12 something round like trip, that, something yeah. like that? Uh, uh, or maybe it was $12 one way, even. I can't remember. But it, it, depending on, on how much uh, how many tickets were left on Amtrak, sometimes you'd pay as much as $89 one way for the same, ru- for the same route. Usually it was like 54 uh, that was typical, but it was it could get as high as eighty nine. There were days I had to spend it. When,
4: That's what you get for missing that six forty five.
3: When 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 uh, idiot Stew doesn't it, it hits the snooze bar one too many times, it cost him fifty dollars. Uh, but it's true. You'd think of it I'm like crap. All right, if I miss that train, I can at least get on the Amtrak and still make it. Um, and it was a nicer ride, but I mean, it was not worth six, seven times as much money. I can
2: assure you of that. Okay. The the. Uh, it was stupid of me to say four billion. I didn't think I thought it was a lot more than four billion dollars. <laughs> stupid. It's forty-five billion. They're no, just the forty-five just 40 billion.
3: Okay. Just uh, eleven times as much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, from 2016 to 2020, they expect it to cost another seven billion. So mm. uh, we're subsidizing it to the tune of a lot, a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know, like you said, it, in the Northeast corridor, it does get used. I mean, yeah. a lot of people, you guys did. You took you took the train every day, not necessarily Amtrak, because Amtrak costs more. But you took commuter rail all in and tours, out yeah. all the time, every day, right? So um, I don't like it, but in, in no other part of the country, really. I, I, I was just driving all over Dallas doing some things yesterday. And uh, I, I had a chance to see the DART trains, you know, uh, shooting across their little monorail system. Yeah. In, in some places, it's kind of a monorail-looking thing. Uh, and they go so much faster when they're totally empty. It's really cool. It's really—I mean—they were going really, really fast because oh, there's nobody that, on it. And that. so you, when
4: you're not carrying anybody, you're lying again. Am I? You're lying on, again because on the nobody dark. on it. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. on it. I drove by there this morning. I go by the one yeah. uh, coming in mm-hmm. uh, every morning on the you know, north. That also street? that also connects now to the airport, which yeah. they extended, which is subsidized more. Right. But. Uh, <laughs> There were two people were
2: there two okay, okay so shut up <laughs> I mean if you go over yeah. to this little this little uh, stop over nice. here they're not bad that's, either that's right by the studios uh they are nice they look, yeah, good. They're fine. They look good they look good they go pretty fast but I they I don't, go nowhere. where I I I guess I, I don't know what the deal is but nobody's ever at that stop I drive by every day
4: twice a day Nobody's ever at that stop. But you did see two people <laughs> oh, there? Oh, yeah, there's two people. And there are sometimes, wow. there are plenty of people that take the bus connections that are there. Tell uh, yeah, all the buses Early morning, thing. The early morning workers, but I, never, I rarely see more than maybe five or six people on those trains. Rarely. I mean, it would be a strange day to see more than that on there. The
3: light rail system. Is a complete and utter disaster. <laughs> disaster in this country, just because it's, it's disaster. just constantly hemorrhaging money. They never pay for themselves. It's Even when they're successes, it just means that they've had tons of funding from the government. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people, sometimes people will use them, but uh, of course they use things that are cost way less than they should. Uh, and in, the, in a lot of cases, they can't even get them to do that. <laughs> It's like, they hey, knuckles. here's something that should cost you $30 a ride, instead cost you
2: $0.85, cents, and you still don't use it. That's yeah. how bad the light rail system is. When we were in Salt Lake City for, what, seven months, uh, that stretch, where we, we just lived <laughs> oh, yeah. we there there and, and live. we, like, moved yeah. to Salt Lake for a summer. <laughs> for Man in the Moon, right? Uh, yeah, for yeah. Man in the Moon. Um, it, from our hotel to downtown, it was free. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's why people free. would be like, yeah, you know, uh, the, well, you the light ride, rails, you ride light rail, UTA for free. It's free. It's free. It's is free. free.
3: People are on it all the time. <laughs> uh, why do you always say no one rides them? People are on Salt Lake all the time. It's free. <laughs> They're it's giving free. it to <laughs> you. Of course people will use it then.
2: <laughs> you know when you go 19 miles out into the suburb, you pay a dollar or two. But, it's, yeah, but again, it's a dollar anything. or two does not
4: cover mm. the cost of yeah. the system. And when we found out it was free, we used it every day. Yeah, of course. Or wait. Oh wait. No, no. not even then. No. Not even then. I, did use I, I it never once. got on it once. I got once. it once. You did your I really? did get on it
3: once, yeah. And I, I went did a couple not. blocks. It was not worth it. And again, it brought me you know a couple of blocks but then i still had to walk a few blocks to the thing i wanted to get right. to that's because we've developed this thing called cars that drive from point a to exactly where you want to go oh i want to
2: see one of those one day oh
3: it's amazing yeah. you'll you'll understand that I'm, I'm
2: not on my schedule though right i have to wait until the car go shows up. you can actually go whenever
3: you got want wow yeah, it's that's pretty amazing unique. and with what? the with the huh? advent of uber and <laughs> things like it i mean it, Os- light rails even more of a disgrace uh, you obsolete. Know, it already was obsolete. Because even if you want a thing that will take you from point A to point B, the thing that's far superior to it is a bus. And it's like right. people don't want to ride buses and they like trains because for some dumb perception reason. But the bottom line is a bus can at least adjust the route as things develop in the community. If there's a giant shopping center built, you can't
2: build a new train no, to I'm make d- it go out there. Or you can only at ridiculous the cost. for buses, though, is you'd have to have roads. For them to drive on. Yeah, oh, roads. I didn't, even consider, roads. That. I didn't yeah. even consider that. And we've got all this track already laid mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's track going everywhere. Mm-hmm. The good thing is you don't have to spend a million dollars a mile to build more. Tr- Wait, yeah, you do. You do. And uh. the, the roads, people, they're mm-hmm. already and the developed. Ro- roads are already because they don't build
3: they don't build <laughs> malls at so, places <laughs> that don't have roads. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's and so, so
2: inefficient. Yeah, and people people love it though. People, people love are like, it. Oh yeah, light rail. I'm going to take light rail for a mile. From uh, where I shop to, like, six blocks from where my car is. Yeah. (laughs) What good is that? Yeah. Uh, In Houston, they have seven miles. I've talked about this before. Their stupid light rail system went seven miles from downtown to Reliance Stadium. Didn't go out to the suburbs. Now, of course, that's where the people are. Didn't go where the people live, Mm -hmm. take them into work downtown. No, went from downtown to the football stadium period <laughs> so then you could you still have to drive to get to one end of the yes. other yeah.
3: to actually use it yes. uh, same thing happened there's, a, there's one in, in, uh, in New Jersey which runs essentially parallel oh, yeah. to uh, the, the train the accident where the the uh, train line where this accident occurred and instead of running um, it's on the other side of the river though it's on the Jersey side, so it runs from Trenton um, where the same train track intersects and it goes down to Camden New Jersey now of course Tons of people want to go to Camden. Camden is a real tourist destination to <laughs> oh, everyone. That's beautiful. Wants it's exotic. Go there. It's beautiful. And now there is one section of Camden that, they have, that is separate from the rest of Camden, which is uh, a bullet-dodging uh, auditorium yeah, uh, always... where you just are constantly trying to not get shot. There's an area where they try to come up, hey, let's build this nice area in the water and it'll rejuvenate this. How many times have you heard that pitch? Well, what they did is they built a nice con- concert venue, a nice aquarium, a couple of other things down there. And they built a light rail system to take people from Trenton all the way down to this uh, area in Camden where you can go see a concert. Now, in theory... Okay, here's the perfect use of light rail, right? People in the suburbs who don't necessarily want to interact with Camden because they're scared of it. its a terror- It has one of the worst crime rates in America. Mm-hmm. So here's a way for people to get familiar with it. They can go down there. They can go check out the nice uh, venue. It takes you directly into the parking lot of the venue. So it's the ideal wow. thing. Again, Seems good. nobody rides it. <laughs> one of the reasons why, and I did write it one time, the reason why I only wrote it one time is because they closed the light rail before the end of the concerts. So the concert ends at 1130, but light rail stops at 1030, and leaving totally you screwed. in Camden at 1030 at night or 1130 at night with no ride home.
2: How <laughs> <laughs> is that a good idea? It's terrible. <clears throat> How do they not noodle that out? I don't
3: know. That's but it's fun. government acting. Wow. So you, and by the way, the cost to go from Trenton, to Camden, which is you know a 45 minute drive right it takes you about 45 minutes to drive that, uh, is a dollar or a dollar fifty, which you pay wow. a, an automated system, no one collects, so people just constantly get on and don 't pay free. because it 's like one of those like, automated parking systems. you know how well, like you park in yeah. a lot and you put a little thing on the no one checks it. so people were getting on and off. the people who were getting on and off, half of them weren't paying anyway, and it takes instead of 45 minutes about 90 minutes. So, there's the only reason I used it is because my wife was working. She, you know, worked for a radio station there, so she was working the concert. So, I only needed to get there, and she was going to ride home with me. So, that was the it was like if the entire world aligns with 19 planets in a triple eclipse in the sky, then it makes sense to use this. And then you use it for a ridiculously
2: subsidized rate. That's amazing. No sense. Doesn't make any sense. No. That's that's why, you know, that's why it, when they scream infrastructure all the time, mm-hmm. trains shouldn't be among the infrastructure. That no, works. you want to keep I, the roads healthy. I, obviously, you you do, w- obviously, for the train tracks that you're using, you, you want maintain, to keep them of course. maintained.
3: But the infrastructure spending will turn into 12 new light rail programs across the country yes. that will be the same story of the of the multiple yes. stories
2: we just told you. That's crazy. I know we're running late. You know what isn't crazy, though, is uh, to get your 72-hour kit right now, and you can get it for only 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they limit this to four per family, so that they don't run out with one uh, phone call, uh, so and that and that includes shipping. So it's an unbelievable deal for my Patriot Supply. Call them at eight hundred two seven four thirty forty, and and you can get your family of four taken care of for three days of emergency food, forty bucks. It's it's an incredible deal. It's a great way to get started on on your food supply. It tastes really good. I yeah. mean, this stuff when you reconstitute it is absolutely delicious. It's not like You know, you you do what I used to do and and go out and get the corn and the wheat and and then put it in your garage, and then it goes bad and it gets bull weevils all through it, and then you figure out... Wait a minute, I don't know what to do with this anyway. i got a cracked weed in a barrel. This, every time you say the word
3: bull, bull weevil, I laugh. I, I don't <laughs> know why. Uh, 800-274-3040. Whether you're, uh, if you're a long-time prepper type, you know how good of a deal this is. But if you're the type of person who's never you know, waded into these waters at all, this is a perfect way to start. 800-274-3040. Call now. It's my Patriot Supply. It's not just food. It's freedom. Bull weevil free. <laughs>
0: Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip, broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the internet. This means crystal clear sound and cheaper phone bills. Broadvoice has been ranked in the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 and Inc. 500 as one of the fastest-growing private companies in America. Get Broadvoice right now for only $8.95 a month. Keep your existing phone number for free, and Broadvoice will send you their easy plug-in adapter free. All this, and you get unlimited local calling for just $8.95 a month. Plus, for a limited time, Broadvoice will even give you your first month free. Do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at broadvoice.com or call 888-332-8036. 888-332-8036.
2: True. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's kind of fun. Hawaii's two hundred and five million dollar Obamacare exchange imploded. Uh, I wouldn't worry about that. It, it shut down. It's, it's going to shut down soon. Since two thousand eleven, they've received two hundred and five million dollars in federal grant money from the department. Of I'm Human not ready to HHS. move on. I'm not ready to move on for the last break. Where is the money for our infrastructure spending? Yeah. Thank you. I just wanted to bring that
3: up because I didn't finish that point from last break. He went right. on to this other Obamacare thing right. where we wasted $205 million on a website nobody used. Right. Uh, where is the money for our infrastructure spending?
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry,
3: um, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that. Back fine. to you.
2: And then we, we paid, what, $600 trillion for the website itself? The, <laughs> just the $600 trillion, $600 trillion for, for the Obamacare website What itself. was it, really? $2.2 2 billion yeah, $2. 2. 2 for billion. one website? $2.2 2 and then the Hawaiian one, $205 uh, million, and they're going to shut it down. Okay. This I, is
3: interesting, though. They're going to shut... This is what, I don't know, outside of the typical government waste, uh, you know, idiocy that you'd expect from this story. Yeah. It's interesting because of the Supreme Court ruling that's due, which if the Supreme Court rules the correct way and says uh, <laughs> what the law says, right, if that were to happen, then uh, Hawaii would lose all its subsidies, because they're going off of their state exchange. So they took $205 million, blew the state exchange, imploded the website, now have to go back to the federal website, healthcare.gov. However, if they use that, all the Hawaiians who are on the program will lose their subsidies if the Supreme Court ruling goes the wrong way for them uh, and the right way for common sense and the way the law is freaking written, which specifically says no subsidies to states using the federal exchange. Specifically talks about how it only goes to Uh, states that have state exchanges, which is now what Hawaii has uh, wasted $205 million on, um, and it's now closing down. And it didn't work. And It didn't work. So, I mean, in theory, to get Obamacare back, and you figure Hawaii would probably do this, they'd have to relaunch their failed website and start all over again from scratch to try to make it work. Jeez. What a
2: bunch of failures oh yeah Has there ever been any over like and over this? and over and over again and, and and they claim all of those failures as successes that's that's the incredible thing they're, they're so good at spinning this stuff and they get so much help from the media that they spin all this all these losses as wins <laughs> It's unbelievable it's like if Tampa Bay would have went out went out last year and claimed yeah we, wasn't that great that was their uh, Super Bowl championship season <laughs> you went two <laughs> and, and wait, 14 guys wait, so you didn't wh- what what? Yeah, we were two we were we won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, uh, you won huge two games. success. We kept winning games, man. We just kept winning no, games. No, I mean their record we, is right here. we won games? Look at the record. You have the we number one pick for games. reasons. We won games. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we uh, did win a couple. I of my case. I mean, if you want to, uh, all these Republicans who are saying we didn't win any games. I mean, I, I it's pissing me off. Really, it's what it's doing, because uh, it's all about uh, well, you don't like black people. Wait, what? I, you don't like black people. What does that have to do? Because we've, we've got black people on the team, and they keep winning, and you're trying to take away their Super Bowl championship from them? <laughs> they don't keep winning. That's the, this is really how the conversation it goes. It is. It's, it's that unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But here's some more good news. Um, I, I guess that uh, sticking food in your face doesn't have anything to do with weight gain. Uh, scientists believe that light at night, including street light creeping through the curtains and the glow of smartphones, is causing us to pile on the pounds. So go ahead and eat what you want. Uh, just try to keep the shades closed tighter, and uh, turn off your smartphone. And then you know that light uh, won't make you fat. Man, you must get a lot of light in your house. I'm gonna uh, tell you, for... I've eaten in the dark for a long time, so mm-hmm. I'm like
4: maybe the opposite of this study.
2: I, I don't know. Hmm. I, I'm thinking maybe you have a lot of light shown right on your body. But that would all mean mean that, night that long. That it would
4: mean that I would. That was... would
2: mean that it was causing you to to be uh, overweight. Hmm is what I was thinking. Because of the light. <laughs> yes, it's the light. Just look for anything so. to blame. <laughs> In experiments on mice, they showed that animals exposed to light 24 hours a day for five, five weeks put on 50% more fat than creatures who kept uh, more normal hours. That is really weird. Why would that be? Why would light exposure at night cause you to gain weight? I don't understand that.
3: I don't know. I've, I, I was noticing uh, hmm. last night I got on the phone and I was doing some some stuff and I was on the phone and I just realized I was just eating like crackers and cheese. And I wasn't hungry. But it was like I was on the phone thinking about something else and I just realized I was just like constantly for the entire phone call eating crackers and cheese. (laughs) And I was thinking to myself, this happens all the time. Every time I get on the phone, Mm -hmm. when your mind kind of gets into that other world, you don't care. You just mindlessly eat. Mm -hmm. And it's like I, I wonder if it's some sort of phenomenon like that, like it sets
2: something else off. Well, oh, yeah, you can understand it if food is involved. Putting food in your mouth during the time when light is shining on you. Okay, I get that. No, what well, I'm saying, though, but, is, it, is,
3: it, is there some uh, weird psychological thing that happens that, like, when, you know, it's, uh, when it's well a well-lit area somehow
2: kind of causes you to f- eat without thinking about it or something? Well, that could be, but that doesn't seem to be what they're saying here. They're just saying that the increased light... ...is causing us to pile on pounds. The glow of smartphones, the light creeping in from the streetlights.
3: What? Yeah.
2: It just doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> no,
3: it no.
2: doesn't. I don't. As far as I know, there's no calories in light.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think,
2: I don't think there are.
3: We would have to have soon light so. light, which has
2: less calories. So. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Think about, think about I like it. <laughs> it. I like it. Yeah. Think about it. All right, more patents do is uh, inevitable. Oh,
5: good,
3: good. Uh,
2: you yeah. know why? Because that show is just uh, a lot of got people. Got
3: that, what's that guy who's he's got that uh,
5: thing? um
2: large. What was uh, that? Is, oh, he, is he still on? on? He, the guy that's um, overweight. Overweight, oh, yeah, yeah,
4: that guy. That yeah, one, though. Yeah, he's soul. still on. Um, yeah.
2: Uh 727 beck Pat and Stu, uh, welcome. We're uh, talking about our politicians. They're so, they're, they're wonderful. These these are people who are who are leading America into a bright, bright future. Um, they were voted into office by yeah, us. That, that's right. That's right. Uh, people like uh, everybody such as uh, Barack Obama. Uh, he had more to say about Fox News the other day, and uh, I, I don't know if I can get through it, but here it is. There's always been a strain in American
6: politics where nope. you've got the middle class and the question's been, who, who are you mad at if you're struggling? If you're working, yourself, but you don't seem to be getting ahead. Mm-hmm. And over the last 40 years, sadly, I think there's been uh, an effort to either make folks mad at folks at the top or to make med, uh, yeah wait would you, uh, would you bet a part the, the uh, part and, uh, I think the driving force unbelievable oh suggest God. that the poor are take it. sponges leeches mm. are don't want to work are lazy you know uh, are undeserving got traction good gosh uh, and and what are look, you it, talking about propagate I, I mean I have to say that you know, if, if you watch oh, Fox News on a regular basis, it is a constant menu. They will find, like, folks who make me mad. I don't know where they find them, <laughs> right? And they're all like, I don't want to work. I just want a free Obama phone or whatever. And, and that becomes an entire narrative. Right, That, that gets true. worked up uh, And, and you, very rarely do you hear An interview of a waitress Which is much more typical Who's raising a couple of kids And is doing everything right But still can't pay the bills That's actually a fascinating clip uh, first of all,
3: he talks about how wow. there has been something over the past forty years that middle-class people who are struggling mm. are told to blame the rich. What he does not acknowledge is that is his entire
2: yeah, party's he's, he's platform, uh, and he himself he himself have done it propagating that theory the whole time. And you talk about the this narrative about the about the poor being uh, lazy. All he talks about is the rich not being deserving. Right. The rich not being hard workers. Uh, The rich inheriting their money. That's all he and his party harp on. Mm -hmm. But he, he has—he's the one that spurred up all the anger against the. Rich. Of course, I, I mean uh, that, its an oh amazing gosh. thing for God him to is acknowledge
3: because it is literally the basis for it's the entire his. economic philosophy of the party he's, the head, of, he's the head of. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and his campaign—that's uh, one of the more. Uh, public- and then he goes on to talk about how uh, you know Fox News is covering this because they find the people. Again, I, I, I think we would all acknowledge and have many times that not every person who's struggling is somebody who's leeching off the system. No, however, they many. deny that that's even possible. Yeah. Uh, they they basically say there's nobody like that. Don't talk about those people when they are a huge issue. When you talk about uh, you know billions, there's billions of dollars of waste in these programs that go to people. Some of them are not lazy, are dead. They're not even alive, and they're receiving this money. We could we talked about this. You know mm-hmm. you, you see this billions and billions of dollars that go to waste in these programs. Um, and it goes to some people who are like that. And, you know, look, obviously that is a story. Uh, and it may be, uh, it is true that, uh, you know, a waitress who's working hard and, you know, gets some subsidies uh, is not uh, is going to be as good a story. And that has nothing to do with Fox News. It has to do with any media source, I think. Um, but, I mean, how many times can we see these things? How many times do we have to go through this? This is not just... Uh, uh, anecdotal evidence. You have studies that have gone on through the government that have showed billions and billions of dollars of this type of waste. People who don't qualify for the programs, people who shouldn't qualify for the programs, people who don't have heartbeats. These are not random examples. These for are him,
2: massive problems in these programs. For him to deny that uh, people sponging off the system is a real issue. It's a huge issue. It is just so stupid and, and so ridiculous. And for him to accept no responsibility for this anger that exists out there who are they mad at these people who aren't doing well why do they have to be mad at anybody yeah just just put your nose to the grindstone and see if you can get out of your situation yeah we've all done i mean we have not always been here no all of us in this room have been (laughs) somewhere else struggling mightily unemployed for a year uh wondering where our next meal was coming from worried about whether we were going to be able to ever again support our families and uh, Show Jeffy over there.
3: I was just... I mean, I had about 16 <laughs> jokes as you were running through that, but I was thinking I might go with the fact that Jeffy wonders where his next meal is going from in the middle of Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
4: that, that is true. He's, no. Am I the only but, one?
2: <laughs> you kind of are. But I wasn't pissed at anybody at the time, except myself for not being able to right. get out of the situation. Yeah, look. Yeah, I mean,
3: but I kept I, working to get out of the situation. Is it natural for to, to feel... Uh, to try to find a reason why... Uh, i don 't know you 're I, I feel like it kind of is I mean I feel like you 're like I I if, I would, if my boss would just give me this raise, if I just get this opportunity i mean I, th- I think that 's somewhat natural, but it, it doesn 't mean it 's good i mean it 's natural it's to want to go and you know eat you know like jeffy it doesn 't mean everybody does mm-hmm. it 's natural to you know sit on your ass and not go to the gym and, and while we tend to do that. It's not, not everybody does. You know, I think there's a, Is it's natural to go out and blow all your money on, uh, you know, fancy electronics and have no savings, but not everybody does. You have, you have to restrain yourself and you have to think, okay, well, yes, my inclination is to blame somebody else for my problems, of course, but I shouldn't do that. And by the way, the people who wind up getting out of that are the people who don't do it. Um, largely, if you sit here and you blame uh capitalism for all of your uh all of your problems you're not going to do very well in the capitalist system kind of a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy at that point yeah uh but i mean uh, that isn't that's a uh, you know look a that's lot of this really Barack bad. Obama stuff that we play is just annoying from a political perspective that's actually an interesting clip he seems to understand what's happened in the country as far as
2: well, he doesn't blaming the rich and uh, but yet always, it doesn't, he doesn't see it, his own role in did it. it he did it he, yeah he did he did it mm-hmm. uh and it gets worse He he says more, sadly.
6: If we're going to change how John Boehner and Mitch McConnell think, we're going to have to change how our body politics Mm -hmm. thinks, which means we're going to have to change how the media reports on these issues and how people's (laughs) impressions of what what it's like to struggle in this economy looks like and how budgets connect Uh to that. And, And that's a it's a hard process because um, because that, uh, that, we're not that a communist system. Uh, a, a much <laughs> so broader why? conversation uh, than, than yeah. typically we have right uh, on the nightly news. Well, nightly. and
2: it also requires <laughs> education camps, douchebag. <laughs> That's what it requires. You're going to have to send hey, media nah, to education camps. Yeah. Okay, so it is a hard process. I grant you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you want John Boehner and Mitch McConnell to change from their... And they're not even small government guys. So, uh, you know, he picks the worst possible Republicans as we want to change their thought process. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I want to change your thought process, too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm not going to, so I'm, I'm not going to send them to an education camp. But that's what you're going to have to do. You're probably going to have to send them to an education camp. <laughs> Can we get that queued up one more time? Because I would like to everyone to, to watch this video and think of it as if
3: Ted Cruz is saying these Holy words. Crap. Exactly.
2: Holy crap. I, I
3: honestly think that you could say I would agree with this exact statement from Ted Cruz if Ted Cruz said it. Because he's, even with the names, every part of this I would agree with. I just mean it the exact opposite of the way he means it. Because mm-hmm. he's talking about changing the minds of the media. I agree. They, how, how, does it, how does it affect budgets? I agree. It would be great if we actually looked at what the uh, what the actual person uh, being uh, helped with these
6: programs actually went through. I agree. L- listen to this and watch it through those eyes. If we're going to change how John Boehner and... Mitch McConnell think we're going to have to change how our body politics thinks mm-hmm. which means we're going to have to change how the media reports on these issues yep. and how, how, how are we people's impressions that? of what it right. what it's like to struggle in this economy mm-hmm. looks okay. like mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how budgets connect to that. Yeah. And, and a, yeah, it's a hard process because Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that, because
2: that, that, um that requires Free will and uh, uh, free—much sp- free thinking conversation. Free speech. Uh, and this would require not
3: having free speech. Well, you're uh, taking it as way of seeing Obama well, as yeah. forcing, which I, I,
2: I well—we're going yeah. to have to change. Right, but I would say how the media reports.
3: Wouldn't you say the how same the thing? How are you? Do that. I mean, what are we doing here at the Blaze? We're trying to change right. the way the media
2: reports the news. We're trying to tell the truth. We're, we're, just, <laughs> re, we're just reporting right. the news the way it is. Right, but that's a change. That, that that's a, a, a huge change, change but, for the media. But we're not necessarily. I'm not trying to change how MSNBC reports. There, no, but I think we do. I think. I mean, for, and he's. It's different when it's coming from yes, the president. you're of totally the United right. States. It's different, I mean, this and is it's, it's different dangerous, from, freaking rhetoric. And it's different
3: from the way he means it. What he means is they need to line up more with big government. Yeah. Like what I would say yeah. is. We do need to change uh, the way the media reports. And if we don't change the way the media reports, which is what we're trying to do here, uh, we're trying to get the truth out. If if the truth doesn't get out, then the voters don't change their minds and understand uh, limited government and, and those principles. And we never change these things. We never get the truth about how these pro- uh, these programs actually do affect the country, which is an incredibly negative way, especially long term. Mm-hmm. It would be great. I. I I applaud that effort. It just needs to go 180 degrees from where he wants it to go yeah. uh, for a long time before we get anywhere near being rational.
2: Yeah, I, th- I mean, That's, that's it's an amazing clip. For, it's uh, frightening. Yeah, that's an amazing... Both of those are really amazing clips. Uh, more patents and Stu coming up. Oh, it's almost impossible to watch it and not just have it really day. It, it's it's your a day. It just ruins your day. A couple more years. A couple more years. A year and a half.
3: I mean, we're talking about, it.
2: this is so frustrating. <laughs> Carlos Jr. Has... It's a constitutional amendment to the show. It's getting right. difficult to work here. It is. It is. Because <laughs> so we had a constitution <laughs> mm-hmm. which, which calls for every time we discuss uh, a food item, uh, have a story about food. Mm-hmm. We need to have that food so that we can scientifically test it for people. Right, uh, so they understand the story. Yeah, right, because you, you can't understand this without it. Look at, look at Get a close-up of this, if you could. Look at that. Okay, at that. Now, you can't understand that. You, you don't know what it tastes like. It is the Carl's Jr. thick burger topped with flaming Hot Cheetos. Ooh. <laughs> See, this is why I like Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Oh, that looks good. They say, screw you,
3: we're putting everything on there. We're putting <laughs> chips on there. It's a, a quarter-pound burger. The thick burger thing, is, it's big, too. Isn't this the thing they called, they called the $5 burger when they in, initially announced Ooh, it? Uh, oh, maybe. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's just, you know, it's like more like a restaurant, like a Chili's, you know, style burger than a fast food, supposedly.
2: The one problem with places like Carl's Jr. is they usually won't cook that like medium rare. And so the burger is cooked within an inch of its life. No, oh, yeah. So well, I mean, all the with all the, some of the problems of fast food restaurants in the past,
3: you can yeah. kind of understand that.
2: Yeah. But there's um, a heck of a lot of cheese there. Oh, look at that oh, yeah. delicious-looking melted cheese, and then flaming hot Cheetos on there for a little texture, a little oh, crunch in oh, it. Oh yeah. And because good. we don't
4: have it here, we can't guarantee that it's going to look like that. <laughs> we, don't we don't know what it's going to look like. It could we, we in real life. We
2: can't guarantee it actually exists. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't because it's in Los Angeles only right now. However, there are there no planes. Are there no trains? Are there no cars? Do we have automobiles? Did All, they function I mean, yesterday? Could they have gotten there and back by now? Look, if, yes. if you're
3: arguing this in front of the Supreme yes. Court, then the show is guilty. Okay? <laughs> um, you, you've made a great series of arguments. Um, uh, I will say, however, one of the reasons why maybe we don't have Carlos Jr. today, and I would not say, I still think this is a violation of the Constitution, by the way. Um, but one of the reasons is uh, that we do have a spoon segment coming up on today's program. Oh, we do? What? Yes, in fact, we will be nice. trying uh, giant new burgers from McDonald's instead no of Carl's Jr. Seriously? Yeah, that's today. Holy um, crap. I will not be, but I'll be trying something. Some sort of replacement Yeah, hopefully they get some veggie thing for him. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. Oh, it's food, I don't even care. You know, I'm a fat guy. I'll it's a whatever. yummy
2: protein loaf. Mmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't have time for this camera thing, do we here? Yeah, we, we do, if we get to right to it. Okay, let's get right to it. This is the uh, Lily camera. I saw this uh, yesterday and I thought it was amazing. Buy, get this it's pretty cool. Just look at this. Just watch this. It's a cool video. Okay. This is like a. This is, you want to talk about drones following you everywhere? Now a product you can buy
2: that Meet will do Lily. it intentionally. Okay, so there, there's Lily. Do we know how much this costs? Do they say? It? I don't know yet. Throw it. About well, 500, 500 bucks. 100? Are you kidding me? That's crazy. That's that's not bad, is it? I so mean,
3: that follows you. You have a sensor, like, in your pocket, oh and it follows you. Oh, my god You don't have to do the remote control. It just just shoots you no matter where you are. Wow. It's 5 for 20 minutes, right? You can have it lead you. You can have it follow you. You can have it loop around you.
2: You just throw it up in the air, and it, and it just goes and takes pictures
4: of you. Walking to the
3: side of you here. Wow. So whoever, you,
4: whoever you give the sensor to, it follows. It follows. Think about it. Oh yeah, believe me,
3: I know you have. Uh, but I mean, you could. I was thinking about you could if you drove slowly. I don't know how
2: fast they can go. Goes, water. Oh, you? Probably. Oh my gosh, you can throw in the water. Oh, mm-hmm. um, but look at this. Oh, look at these shots. Is amazing. And and supposedly yeah, it's like camera. professional quality uh, shots, including a 12 megapixel
3: uh, camera for still shots oh, wow. that you can take. Wow, for five hundred dollars? Are you kidding uh, me? So what does that mean till June? Are they available now, or are they just coming? They're not. They ship in February, so they're not. You can't get it right away. But I got to tell you, I'm in.
2: I am in too. That Normally really a thousand cool. bucks. Okay, so you're you're getting a reduced rate because they're introducing it. You know what it is? Okay. So uh, till June, you can get that thing for five hundred bucks, but it won't be delivered to you till February. Still. That's crazy cool. I mean, I am fully. I would absolutely wow. buy that. That's I mean, awesome. We are progressing exponentially, technology-wise. It's uh, that's amazing. That is amazing. Do you even see that coming? I didn't see anything like that coming.
4: Jeff, uh, Jeff I been thinking, really thinking about it for a long time. <laughs> <over>. How, <do laughs> How do I follow what do? How do I follow? I can only follow so many people.
2: Uh, according to Drudge, the death toll in the in the train derailment is now seven. It's so um, Se- how much? How many? Seven people. It's up to seven now. Yes. Yeah.
3: Uh, getting worse. I would expect it to rise, unfortunately, a little bit more. They, they say that they don't even at this point, as we're, as we're broadcasting, they don't even they won't specifically say they've accounted for everybody. No. So they they keep avoiding that question, leading people to believe that they don't even know where some of these bodies are yet. Or where some of people the people
4: are. I mean, one of the f- one of the first press conferences uh, earlier today or last night, they were asking people that if you were on the train and are okay to contact them. So I think, yeah come back yeah
3: yeah because um, it's. Uh, A serious issue. I mean, because, you know, you you want people to tell the story, you want people's accounts of what happened, you know, some people are going to be probably injured and need extra medical treatment and it really is ugly, man. So they're up to seven now, they're saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, you expect it to probably get it at double
2: digits at least. Well, yeah, there's still dozens of people missing, they don't know where they are, so... Yeah, I would think so. And then with people in critical condition, who knows what. Yeah, I mean,
3: obviously, I think there was eight. I would assume probably one of the people dead is probably someone who probably. was in critical condition. But still, that would leave yeah. at least seven people in critical condition. And, I mean, you know, God, it's I think yeah. that's really, really sad. sad.
2: Really, really sad. Uh, and uh, did you take that very train?
3: Um, the way yeah. the Amtrak's work there is there's constantly trains running from, you know, uh, from all over, and they usually just go up, pass through New York up to Boston or wherever they wind up ending up. Um, uh, Sometimes they just end in New York. Uh, But some of them will be, some of them will come through Harrisburg, through Philly and up. Some of them come uh, from Washington through Philly and up. Some of them come there. You know, Mm -hmm. I remember getting on trains that would be like the Savannah Express you know what I mean and it comes all the way from Georgia all the way through but then through Philly and up. So I don't know if this particular train I ever mm-hmm. rode on but they you know you don't know which one you're getting on. You just know there's one coming through Philly right now so you get on it. Um but I mean it's you know I mean to the point of I rode that thing from Trenton to New York. So that part is past uh where this accident happened, I wouldn't have been on that particular right. track. But many, many times um, I had to go to you know, Baltimore or D.C. You go through that all the time. I would go to Philly. You'd go through that area uh, all the time. Uh, you know, so and it really is a, uh, you know, a really widely used thing. And, it, you know, again, I kind of made this point earlier, but, you know, the media, we... we talk about them all the time of like there'll be this tornado that goes through oklahoma and they barely even mention it where you know uh, something happens (coughs) in their area and they get all you know really intense about it these media guys go between new york and washington on this train all all the the time time. like Mm -hmm. they have been all of these guys are constantly on this particular uh route so to them it's like all of their friends, uh, they have been on it a million times. They spend large portions of their lives on this train. So, it's, I mean, it's going to be a
2: big story, even though it is. I mean, it's a big story without that factor, but it's going to be even, I think, a higher focus. It's kind of weird. I just rewatched for the first time in a really long time the uh, Bruce Willis uh, M. Night Shy- Shyamalan movie, uh, Unbreakable. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which follows so kind up. of this storyline where a train derailment in Philadelphia Kills everybody on board except him. That's
3: right. Yeah, oh, right remember that. that yeah.
2: It, it was in Philadelphia. Uh, horrific. All of his movies are in Philadelphia for yeah. the most part. But yeah, you know. horrific train crash and nobody survives except Bruce Bruce Willis, who's of course. Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been how does a while that hold since up?
4: I've seen that documentary.
2: Uh, pretty well. I, I, I like it. Yeah. I, I liked it. I think I liked it when I first saw it, and, mm-hmm. and it seems, it's still pretty good. Yeah, I was just talking
3: to somebody um, about. <clears throat> uh, there's some new project M Night Shyamalan's working on, and uh, I was talking to uh, somebody. What's it called? Wayward Pines. I don't know. Maybe that's. I don't know if that's it or not. But anyway, I was, we were talking just about his career, and in my mind, like there was this great peak. And then everything kind of fell apart.
2: Yeah, and the peak uh, was his first movie,
3: <laughs> Sixth Sense. Yeah, I, yeah I, the Sixth I, Sense. You, was I know you're not peak. a big science fan, but money-wise, like science was
2: was, was that huge. Was I don't know it really? if it was as big, but it was it was huge. Um, and it, so, although I did like The Village, I always talked I like about the village. this before. I, I love The Sixth Sense, one of my favorite movies. Love The Sixth Sense. I did not like Signs at all. I love Science. I, uh, it was great. I did like The Village. I do like Unbreakable. Uh, yeah, Lady in the Water or whatever didn't like that. that. I never saw that one. Uh, and then there was that. And then he got really, to, to me, dumbass, really awful. The global, global had, the warming, the bees are awful. Pissed at us, yeah, hitting. that was terrible. Shut up. He
3: did uh the Last Airbender, which got destroyed Stupid. by critics. Oh. Stupid. Um, uh,
4: the, the new one, Wayward Pines, is uh did look pretty good actually. I remember it's like a ten episode event okay. on Fox. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, After Earth, oh, really? he did yeah. part. He had part of that too, which After was it. You saw right? it. Was wasn't that the Will Smith one? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: with the kid. So he had, uh, but oh my god, was that him? When you look at his these movies <laughs> that I consider to be yeah, like, I should have ended his career. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, but I guess so you
3: look at what uh, these movies brought in globally. <clears throat> he never really had a down period. All of really? these movies were successful globally. Wow. Um, a lot of them, even when they didn't hit too hard here, hard to did really be. well overseas, uh, strangely. So he's never really had monetarily a down period, huh. um, although you know he's That's off the, maybe his uh, initial heights. Yeah. Um, uh, I have no idea where I was going with that. Uh, and how we? Oh, because it was just you're talking Unbreakable. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'm interested to see uh, what this what this new project is. I mean, you know, a lot of his
2: movies are still too. good. Even it, I mean, some of them are brilliant. I mean, the twist in the Sixth Sense was brilliant. Yeah. And and anybody who's yeah, I saw it coming the whole time. You lied, no, Shut yeah. up. No, and Unbreakable had a twist
3: too, wasn't it? And that was kind of the thing with him.
2: Yeah. He got into the we're always going to have this big twist. He befriends uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who uh, is uh, totally breakable. So he's unbreakable. The opposite of that guy. Everybody has their opposites, according to Samuel L. And uh, so he's the breakable guy where all of his bones are not uh, they are not strong. You know, mm-hmm. he was born with the problem where if anything happens, his bones break and he's broken, I don't know, hundreds of bones in his body. So anyway, at the end, he turns out to be the arch nemesis of, of uh, Bruce Willis. When all through the movie, he's helping Bruce Willis to become who he should be. So I guess that's the twist in it, maybe. Mm, uh, yeah. But there wasn't a huge one. And of course, in the village, <clears throat> the big twist is: you think the whole time they're in the 1800s or something, when they're not. You know, no movie. spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry about the 15-year-old movie spoiler. spoiler. Don't worry about watching. It. I actually thought that was a pretty good. Movie. You don't like
3: I, the village? Mm. I think Glenn saw it coming. That's great, and it's, it, Glenn is one of those guys, and he's one of those irritating guys you see movies with that he tries during the movie to guess what's going to happen. I at never do that. I intentionally
2: don't do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. I just turn off my mind and watch it. I don't want because I want about to what's go coming. on the ride. Yes, like right. I don't
3: want to look at the end of the yes. roller coaster and think about where. Let's I can't see. wait till it's flat at the end. Where could this be going? Right. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like your mind, uh, you know, sort of generally will. Speculate, But, like, if I start getting too deep into it, or if I think I'm right, then I really turn it off. Because I don't want to, you don't want to go down those roads. It ruins the movie. Yeah. I mean, the whole point is you're supposed to get that moment where they reveal it at that time. And you feel the emotion and all the holy crap of that moment. I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, well, here's what's going to happen. And Glenn does that all the time. All the time. And and if if you're uh, unlucky enough to see a movie with Glenn, he will do it to you. Not only will he guess in his head, he'll go, oh, you know what's going to happen is this. He'll lean over and actually ruin it for you, too. He's one of those guys.
2: (laughs) Yes, he is. That's Glenn Beck. Yes, he is. And Mm -hmm. speaking of Glenn Beck, uh, last night on his TV show, he was talking (laughs) about the fact that we have, according to this Pew Research poll, a lot fewer Christians in America than we used to. Uh, Here's that segment. Let's start right with the uh, churches.
1: According to a new Pew, uh, Pew Research Center poll, the number of Christians in America has sharply declined in the last eight years, from 78.4% in 2007 to 706 today. That's an 8% drop in seven years. Remarkable, right? The survey is of 35,000 Americans, and it showed that the driving force behind the drop was due to millennials. Dur- during that same seven year period, those who describe themselves as atheist, agnostic, or nothing in particular went from 16.1% to 22.8%. This is an alarming thing for a nation that was built on the concept of God. And the easy explanation is to blame the world. You know, the look at the world in the. I mean, you're growing up as a millennial. How are you going to possibly say that you're religious? It's no surprise people are saying, are oh, you a Christian? I'm not Christian. Why would you call yourself Christian? Those numbers continue to dwindle for good reason. You define yourself as a Christian, and you're going to be uh, defined at, by society as narrow-minded, hateful, judgmental. Believing marriage between a man and a woman uh, used to be um, ammunition, or still is, used as ammunition to say you hate gays. Saying prayer in school is akin to forcing nonbelievers to conform against their will. Teaching intelligent design is literally likened to child abuse now, mocked as anti-science, virginity is mocked, being pro-life is being spun as a war on women. So growing up today as a millennial, that is damn near impossible. Who would intentionally put themselves in a crowd that society has deemed anti-gay, anti-women, anti-science? I mean, that is, sign me up. It's a harder sell to young people in a culture that bombards them with anti-Christian messaging. But I honestly don't think that's the problem. I think that's part of the problem. But I don't think that's the real problem. The bigger problem is the elephant in the room that I think most Christians don't want to acknowledge. The biggest problem with the Christian church are all of the Christians. Like it or not, people on the outside are watching. And I know, I can guarantee you... That there are people in my church that have a problem because of me. They don't like me. I know I go to my church and I don't like some people in my church. Uh, and it seems to me that we're a little hypocritical. I know I go to other churches and they don't like me because of my religion uh, or what, whatever. And we're, we're, I don't know. We're, we are put it this way. We're all waiting for an excuse To not go to church. I mean, I don't know about you, but on Sunday, uh, anything, anything, please. Oh, can we have a snowstorm where the roads are all blocked so we don't have to go to church? And everything is an excuse not to go. So we have far too many excuses. Um, And some of them are real. Our churches are rife with hypocrites, know-it-alls, holier-than-thous, and the judgmental. And you put me in that box far too many times. The reason for this is, as every believer knows, we're all human beings. We're all flawed. We're all liars and cheats and thieves to some extent. We're at church, at least I am, because it's a hospital. It's a spiritual hospital. And we don't recognize it as that. We right now look at church and say, oh, well, church, those are all the good people. No, they're not. They're all the people saying... Help! I need help! But we all put on these Facebook errors that we're all perfect, and we don't, we don't recognize that we need someone to rescue us from our condition, that we need grace. The problem is we're all fallen, and we've all fallen short of extending that grace to others. We bicker amongst denominations, which drives me out of my mind. I'm not trying to change you and your religion. I, whatever! 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 Don't you see the times, the times that we're living in right now are requiring us for all good men to stand together. We're so quick to condemn one another and we are so slow to listen. There are so many good things that happen in so many good churches All around the country, people are doing amazing things. I talk to pastors and priests and rabbis all over the country, and I have so much admiration for some of the stuff they're doing. And then I talk to others, and I'm like, what are you doing? Well, we're all meeting together on Sunday, or we're all coming together on Saturday. For what? What's the purpose? This last Sunday, I taught in my gospel doctrine teacher i uh, in my gospel doctrine class, and I teach. And um, uh, and we were talking about um, John, I think it's chapter 9, and it's where he heals, heals the blind man. And the, 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 the apostles come, and uh, they see this blind man, and he says, uh, the apostles say to Jesus, So who made him blind? Is it his sin, or is it, uh, is it, is it his parents' sin? And Jesus says, you know, no, it's not that um, uh, at all. And basically, if I may take it in today's language, he's like, what What are you talking about? Of course, it's not that. Here's an idea. Why don't you stop looking at the man as a puzzle or a riddle and start looking at him as a man who might need your help? Because, you know, the day's only going to last so long. And while the sun is up, what, you say, what do you say we do some work here? That's the problem. We are looking at everything. and we, you know, So many churches will look at, um, uh, let's just say gays. And they'll look at gays. Well, is that a sin? Is that this? Is that this? What difference does it make? Because that's between them. What do you say we just look at them as people and we just try to help? We just try to love. Can we do that? That's where millennials are. They're not into my church versus your church. I'm not into my church versus your church. I love my church. I love my church. But, okay, you go to another church. I have good friends. I tell Pastor Hagee all the time. He, I shouldn't say this. No, I, don't, I definitely don't tell Pastor Hagee all the time. i like, Pastor Hagee, come on. Come into the waters of baptism. And we joke. You're a Mormon. Come on. And he's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. We agree on so much. There's some big doctrine that is out there that we don't agree on. He's not a Mormon. I am. I'm not going to join his church. He's not going to join mine. We're joking with each other because we look at the fruit of his tree. Is John Hagee doing good stuff? Yes, he is. Are we doing good stuff? Yes, we are. What do you say we both get together and just do good stuff? We help each other. We hold each other's arms up. What do you say we do that and look at the fruit of the tree for everybody instead of the name of the church? Who cares what team they're on? You do your thing. They'll do their thing. And let's do good together. Let's look at the fruit of the tree. Are we going to help out the Westboro Baptist Church? No. The fruit is bad. The fruit is bad that 's how you know them. we have to focus on what 's important no one 's testimony ever begins with "You know what?" <laughs> and I became a Christian because I lost an argument. It always begins with an act of mercy and kindness. Somebody offered me undeserved forgiveness, um, somebody sacrificed personal gain for me and or I, I, I helped someone or they helped me and I changed. It comes from humility. It comes from admitting when you're wrong. What do you say we just stop with I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right and just be doers, not the hearers.
4: Let's just do.
2: It's, uh,
3: can we do this well, quick, uh, quick update here before we move on?
2: No. No, we
3: can't. Okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, two things that are really interesting on the as we kind of enter speculation mode on what the hell happened with this train derailment. Um, Jeffy brought up, uh, again, uh, incredibly brought up an interesting point earlier, which is about a week ago, uh, the FBI,
5: it was, Jeffy? Yes.
4: Uh, warned of yes. train derailments as a threat. Uh, yeah, apparently there's devices that uh, can derail trains. Uh, that they use in yards, in train yards, to actually derail the cars off the tracks. Right. And uh, those were being stolen uh, around the country. Being stolen around the country. So there's, so there's number one. Now, obviously, that's uh, crazy.
3: And then number two is really interesting to me. A, a train, a SEPTA train. So SEPTA, think of that as like the local Philadelphia train where Amtrak goes up and down the coast. The local SEPTA train uses the same tracks. A, commu- a septic commuter train on its way to Trenton on the same northeast corridor tracks as the Amtrak train that crashed made an emergency stop moments before the wreck after an unknown projectile hit and cracked the engineer's window. Mm. So, you know, this makes me think, is it possible that is there somebody who uh, was there doing something? And the thing that pops to my head is, like, it was it one of those situations where you have, you know, teenager or something trying to be cool, throwing things at trains, which happens fairly often. I mean, you know, go back to the little part of that is you put pennies on the tracks. You know, you're fascinated with train tracks when you're younger Um, and you put the pennies on the tracks and then they run them over and they're flat. Um, Here's the thing where you have uh, maybe somebody throwing something at the tracks, then they try to put something on the tracks and it actually winds up derailing the train. I mean, you hope God forbid it's not something mm-hmm. like that, but it seems like it kind of f- plays into that. And then the other possibility of an intentional terrorist type act. If you're if you're taking these uh, you know these devices that derail trains and stealing them, what other purpose? Is there a big
2: market on eBay? I don't, I don't, what would you be? Why would you be stealing those in particular? No, I mean I, th- I think there's only one thing, right? And that's why they yeah. issued the alert. Mm-hmm. So So, only a week ago, and
3: they have said, they did the typical thing they always do, which is we do not uh, have any evidence proving terrorist, you know, uh, activity, but they have not said there's no chance. This is, you Mm -hmm. know, and this will be, this will make all the people, if it's true, look, make all the people who are out there speculating about why don't we spend more on infrastructure look like idiots. Will they admit that? No. No,
2: but it will make them look like idiots. Um, also, in the 19th century, apparently there was some kind of illness that struck busy, stressed out Americans. Uh, late 19th and early 20th centuries, workaholics in America were said to be at risk for for developing Americanitis. A dangerous illness unique to the citizens of the land of the free and the home of the brave. Uh, it was thought that this disorder, a relative... Uh, Neurasthenia neras, uh, was caused by nervous exhaustion and was a product, uh, direct product of the hurry, bustle, and incessant drive of the American temperament. Huh. So we strived to get ahead so hard that we've, we've developed some kind of new disease. There was some debate, debate as to whether Americanitis... Was a disease or was it just a precursor to some serious health issue like a heart attack or insanity? But nearly all of the day's experts blame stress caused by the relentless pace of life in the U.S., which was only exacerbated by the new technology, uh, te- technological advancements. Uh, some said it was the proliferation of electric lights which extended the workday. <clears throat> Most experts believe the only cure for sufferers was to stop and uh, relax a little bit. Uh, According to Albert Hubbard, a self-help author of the era, he said a reader should cut down your calling list, play tag with your children, and let the world slide. For those too busy to work the few hours a day Hubbard recommended, uh, there were a number of medical treatments available, too, including electrotherapy and elixirs, like Rexall's Americanitis Elixir. (laughs) These elixirs are great. What, what happened to the good old-fashioned elixir? You,
4: Jeffrey, you're still selling, selling those, yeah, right? You've got some of them, right? Snake oil and, and whatnot. Well, I mean, you say snake oil, like it's a bad thing. No, I know, yeah, but That's, I, I didn't that's mean a, a, a derogatory term zero. to products that can help cure different ailments <laughs> that you have.
3: I think uh. Mike Huckabee made the same point. I think he did. Uh, which is interesting. Yeah, I think he did. Um, yeah, that's, uh, it's kind of interesting. And I guess uh, you know, the flashback thing is big. Glenn's been wearing the hat lately. He's been wearing a hat just like in this picture. I mean, yeah. this is essentially yeah. Glenn Beck lately. Can we show the
4: picture? That's mm-hmm. that a little derby. Uh, yeah. Similar.
2: Well, how do you feel about the hat pack? Are you going to uh, get into your feelings about it? My feelings are not warm toward the hat. Really? Yeah, really. I like the hat. Do you really? I do. It makes him look about eighty. And um, that's true.
3: I don't like it. I will give you that. I saw a picture of Glenn recently, mm-hmm. um, from the year two thousand six, mm-hmm. which you may recognize. It was only nine years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's <was> different. <laughs> <laughs> It's different. <laughs> no,
2: seriously. The last few years have taken a toll. They've you know, you a see toll that with like, George
3: W. Bush. Like, it, it, um, I think it was Fahrenheit 9-11, uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 I went to see in the theater. Mm-hmm. I, I bought a ticket to White Chicks and then walked into that theater. Because um, I would not give Michael <laughs> Moore my money. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, went in there and uh, watched that. And I mean, I don't know, you know, maybe it was, it was uh, Who Killed the Electric Car. It was one of those two. It was one of some liberal documentary I went to go see. And it w- they showed clips of Bush out there on the campaign trail in 2000 and you just remembered what you loved about the guy he was energetic he was making good points he was acting like a conservative and i was like wow this is Mm -hmm. the guy i wish was the president this is back when he still was president and uh you know it, just kind of watching it, it was it's a, it was an amazing kind of thing to to put yourself back in that position of to to watch and you see how people changed because with bush he went all of a sudden he was this young energetic guy with hair that wasn't gray and then like 2 months into the presidency he looked like he'd aged 60 years obama's the same thing look yeah. back at those pictures from to the 2007 or two, 2004 speech
2: big difference yeah, i mean huge. he
3: looks he was big really difference. aged and you look at glenn and, you know, love him. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he was dying his hair back then. I don't know. But, like, he's got the hair. It's not gray. It's not white. He, you know, he's, we all looked thinner back in the day, and mm-hmm. he's no exception. Uh, you know, it's. Fu- and he dressed in a way that, you know, was not from the 1920s. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh,
3: it was an interesting, <laughs> mm-hmm. There's an interesting transformation that's gone on there. It's been yeah. a stressful few years, man. Yeah. a lot that's gone on in this company, in this country, mm-hmm. and uh, it's taken its toll. I mean, look at and us. his
2: body. I mean, he's talked about it. He, and he's had lots of physical sick. problems, and yeah. he was sick, mm-hmm. and uh, that took a toll, too. Um, but you Jeffy looked horrible then, too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, same he, deal now. See, you actually, same I would deal. say,
3: looked better. That's how bad you looked then. You actually look better. It's still not good, see? but you look a lot oh. better than you did. I mean, do we have the <laughs> uh, Animal Crackers picture? Or we can show you that Animal Crackers picture <laughs> again. That'll show you. What I Jeffy love the Animal Crackers picture. That one should just be... It. Basically, like, we should show that three or four times a day.
2: Yeah, we should. Because this Why? is how
3: I picture Jeffy. Even when you've lost 100 pounds, I still picture Why? you this way. When, I, when, we, when I'm not
4: standing next to you, <laughs> I still think <laughs> you weigh
3: that much in my head.
4: I just text Jeffy. Yeah, he's got to be having the animal crackers just sitting at the table.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's like what I think you're doing all the time. You have a just big 25-gallon <laughs> drum play. of animal crackers around you at all times. Those bad boys are good, man. Oh, I can go through those, some of those frosted ones. Come on. Real fast. because my. Well, is get I'm a good kidding? price
4: on that big barrel from Sam's Club. You can't, you can't turn that down.
3: But the one I always think about it is also the cheese balls. They have them at like Target. And, yeah, stuff. Sam, and it's just, it's just like this thing fan. that you have to hug like a barrel. And it's <laughs> yes. filled with cheese balls. It's like, who is going through that many cheese balls? I love cheese balls. I eat a lot of them. <laughs> who is eating this many? It's going to be thousands. Oh, here's go. Jeffy with the animal crackers. Oh, <laughs> You know, that's how I picture Jeffy all the time. There's never a moment
2: in which I don't think of Jeffy this way. And that the thing about that one is it's not a setup photo, right? You, no. Somebody just shot him at a great time. <laughs> Someone just picked, right somebody just picked the right moment. Somebody picked the right moment when he looked, took a picture yeah. of him. I got to see him somebody doing this. I cause. live in the... <laughs> Oh, sweet. Right. Well, the thing is, your setup. wife saw you
3: doing this <laughs> and
2: noticed you had headphones
3: on, realizing you weren't. She wouldn't hear you eating she, a you drum would hear of animal
2: her. crackers that you're only about a th- like a tenth of the way through. But then you finished off in that sitting. But, right like, there. Jeffy looks at that as a
3: single-serving container. <laughs> like, that's, it's like a snack uh, pack. Thanks, Emperor <laughs> Spoons. Why do they only put one of these in the, ba- in the bag? <laughs> Jeffy, that's supposed Wasn't to Wasn't this buy one, get one? <laughs> he wants, like, a six-pack of those that he could just carry out of the uh, Costco. Uh, <laughs> one for each day of the week. Six uh, days. So... No, Jeffy, there's seven. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's how I picture you, Jeff. And I want you to know that. No,
2: yeah, thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I want to get to this. Uh, fl- the flashback clothes. Silver Lake Residence new fashion line is being called the ultimate in anti paparazzi clothing uh, because it apparently makes the wearer invisible. Let's uh, let's see about that.
4: Hi, my name is Chris Holmes. I'm a DJ producer. I have reached out to Beta Brand to create a. <laughs> line of retroreflective clothing anything out of the material like even if it's just like a little thing will freak out cameras (laughs) the illuminati That's awesome.
6: <laughs> That's so cool, man.
2: It uses these reflective uh, nanospheres. They're all, and I guess invisible. the right term is retroreflective uh-huh. because it's bouncing light back at the same angle that it's coming in at. Right.
3: talking about like the celebrity angle as well mm. as people just having fun okay, with OK, so it makes you a little bit darker. And, like, kind of bombing thing. But Doc- there's seemingly also there, out um, all the details, like you alluded to. It would you kind of ruin the picture, wouldn't
2: it? I
5: think the most popular camera
6: in
4: the world is the iPhone. Everybody documents everything. All the time, and as a result, you're photographed so often without your consent. And
5: uh, it's right. a really good way to kind of, you yeah. know, limit yes, that, but also have mm-hmm. fun with it. Allowing
6: people to kind of control when they want, to be, really cool and they want yeah, to be photographed, how they want to be
4: photographed. I like it. Anything that can make people think twice about documenting everything with their camera and kind of putting down their camera and existing in the moment is a good thing. Um, if you're interested in crowdfunding this uh, please go to badbrand.com
2: and you can find out more there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested. <laughs> I mean,
5: I,
3: if, I mean it's an interesting
2: uh, product, but I'm not interested Yeah, yet. I'm not going to crowdfund it. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I might if I saw it in
3: a store, I might buy one.
2: Maybe. You know, if it looked cool. Uh, it's kind mm-hmm. of a cool idea. Yeah.
3: But I mean, I don't know. I am never
2: photographed without uh my kids. People will hound so the other much, way. much that yeah, I mean, they actually can't run realize. the other way when we walk by. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Triple eight seven two seven. back. More patents, dude, coming up. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Welcome to it. Uh, From uh, Nina Rama, we are not amused. Here's a few things that that displeased displeased proper Victorians. And I've been wondering a lot lately, what were some of the things that really displeased people of the Victorian era? You know, because uh, who knows when that's coming back around again. (laughs) And you might start displeasing people. Again, I'd hate to do that. Uh, The word leg, apparently, was one of the things. They didn't like the word leg? No, because it was considered too sexy. If you said the word leg, um, and thus too vulgar. At the time, the preferred term, if one absolutely had to refer to a lower extremity, was limb. (laughs) Hey, nice limb. Hey, um, that's (laughs) a nice limb
3: you got there. How about ladies (laughs) keeping orchids? While the growing and collecting of orchids was a popular fad for men during the Victorian era, ladies did not take up the hobby because the flowers were thought to bear too close a resemblance to female genitalia. Oh, my gosh. There's an entire, uh, there's a famous painter. Do you know who it is, Jeffy? Surprise, surprised you don't, if you don't. But, uh, you know what? The does what? What's her name? Georgia O'Keeffe. Georgia O'Keeffe. Yeah, it absolutely is Georgia O'Keeffe. All of her pictures are like of flowers, but they're actually all female genitalia, too. Oh,
2: and really? she's like a really famous... George O'Keefe, look, look it up. Okay, Jeffy? I, she, so? Look it up. She probably wouldn't work well in the Victorian <laughs> no, era.
3: Oh, probably not, no. Uh,
2: all right. Also, calling an aristocrat by his first name. Even aristocratic children refer to each other by their last names. Adults use titles in addition to last names, and noblemen would use their aristocratic titles or lord. Thus, your good friend and neighbor might be Captain Smith, Lord Smith, or Mr. Smith, but never John well, and I think when you watch, like, um, movies from the 1800s, if you watch a Jane Austen movie, it's always Mr. So-and-so. Like, even if you're really familiar with them, mm-hmm. you're dating them, or you're engaged to be married. Or even if you're married, it's like Mr. Darcy.
3: What about that thing, of the, uh, Master? You remember that? As a kid, like, as a kid you'd get called Master? Yeah. Do you remember this? I remember, like, there used to be a thing, like, back in the day and mm-hmm. like they like master and then would, whatever the kid's name and was you're not like talking about cards.
2: like a slave reference
4: you're talking no, about no no it was like yeah
2: i don't know what the reference was
3: but like it was master wasn't, steve right mm-hmm. uh, do you remember this is this a thing
4: i do but i i really do think that mm-hmm. might be a reference back to the maybe the it was slave from those days. old might timey be. days i don't know i don't know uh,
3: smelling bad jeffy uh, would not be good no. uh, back in the <laughs> no. He uh, doesn't day, work now so he no. we certainly, certainly <laughs> wouldn't work then victorian's did believe that cleanliness is next to godliness and viewed those who were not clean as sickening but breeding is social way. pestilence in the very midst of our land. I would agree with that. Yeah, we're still um, that way. Odors are powerful. Like, for example, uh, the next segment on this program is spoons. I and smell it right now. all I can do is smell McDonald's because that is what we're going to be eating here in just a minute. And now I can just smell the fry smell mm-hmm. just, just wafting over here. And <laughs> holy crap, does it smell good?
2: I spent about an hour last night watching Brian Regan uh, bits. Oh, yeah? The guy's so funny. Mm. And, and one of his big deals is McDonald's. Uh, is it Regan or is it Gaffigan that was doing the McDonald's thing? He talks about Sounds the fries. Like good, I think it's Gaffigan. Uh talks about how good the fries are and how, uh, uh, you know, get over yourself. Everybody likes McDonald's. Or if you don't like McDonald's itself, you've got some kind of McDonald's thing in your life. <laughs> yes. yeah. have, you, have you seen that routine? It's mm-hmm. really kind of funny, but it kind of reminded me of a... Of the McDonald's fries, which I don't find to be that fabulous, I really when they're hot and really, good, I really do like them a lot.
4: I mean, like, they changed instance, them though a number of years ago. They did something different to them, and I forget. What. I there much was it was prefer a, Wendy's fries. The, a vegetarian yeah,
3: controversy too. about those yeah. fries. At one point, they used some beef. Different kind ingredient. of oil. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Beef tallow or whatever it's called. Can on you on eat films. them now? You know what I'm talking about, Chance? Um, uh, yeah, I think so. I think now it's, I think it's now okay. you now you can. that's co- what I'm saying. The in theory, I couldn't perfect. before. Although they didn't. The controversy was they didn't tell anybody. They were like, hey, vegetarians, come on, eat our fries. It's made with beef, but we won't tell you that last part. Uh, So that was kind of an issue (laughs) for some, particularly people who were like, um, hindu and such that really i mean you know it was like a get violation of the religious principle to eat what they were eating it was kind, kind of, of problem. problematic yeah um... Uh, uh, which is by the way on the gaffigan front before we get off of that... if you're
4: a hindu don't eat a mcdonald's who
3: cares I know. that um,
2: is true if you're hindu you're, uh, mcdonald's probably not one of your proper stopping not. places
3: um... <laughs> so uh, on the gaffigan front uh... I, did we talk on the air or off the air about glenn's appearance on the jim gaffigan show i, I was on sure it was, it was on, on there. Okay, so the Jim Gaffigan show um, is a show that's going to be airing. I guess it said on this website, it said on Comedy Central and TV Land. So I don't know. There's some sort of joint thing that maybe they're re-airing it on one or the other. But anyway, it's uh, the first episode of the show is free at JimGaffigan.com, and Glenn's appearance is in that show in the debut episode. Hello. So about halfway through, and you see how how well liked Jim Gaffigan is. He has every major news personality. Pretty much everyone I can think of in this episode that's on cable news, and he's got Jake Tapper, Rachel Maddow, Lawrence O'Donnell, um, uh, Joe Scarborough, and Mika are on there. Glenn's on there. I mean, it it just goes on. Jim Cramer's on there. It goes on and on and on. And the episode's about a controversy in which he's uh, he picks up a Bible for his wife, and a picture gets taken with him. He's holding the Bible, so then he becomes this big. um, He's the Christian comedian. And he's like, well, I, but I'm, you know, and he is Christian. He's a Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, but, I, you know, I don't necessarily want to be known as a Christian comedian. And then when he tries to control that, it turns against him the other way. And the whole thing spins out of control. And he becomes the story of the day, essentially, in the, in the, in this, in the episode. It's really cool. And Glenn's in it. So go to jimgaffigan.com. It's free to watch. They're streaming the full uh, episode. Is life um,
4: imitating art or is art imitating life? Wow, that was deep, Jack. Deep. That was, wow. Well, at least as deep think. as you get. Wow. Yeah, that's all you're going to get. You're yeah, nonsense. So, anyway, we, you know, in fact, I got the impression from watching
2: Gaffigan Bitzel yesterday that he's not that religious. He's not a super religious guy.
3: See, I don't know. Were you watching the other comedian or not? Like, no, he has it, The thing about Gaffigan is he largely
2: talks about food and laziness. He doesn't talk yeah. about sex. He doesn't no, talk. He, was, he talked about he has a Jesus routine. You haven't seen that, huh? I'll have to show you. Yeah, I have feel
3: like show. maybe I did see that, I, but I think he—I think he's a guy who he gets edgy if not, you know. Yeah, yeah. Offensive. I think he, I, you know, he, I don't know. It's interesting. Again, I, we're hoping to have him on. I'd love to have him on. Um, yeah, I would uh, I think he might come, to come on too, pretty bit. soon to talk about the show, um, and uh, it'd be interesting. I, I don't. He the the episode kind of deals with. How these controversies blow out of proportion. Yet he's one of those guys that does a really good job at avoiding them. Mm-hmm. He's not the type of guy who's, you know, he doesn't make the controversial remark that leads to a media firestorm. But he's talking about that <clears throat> process. So maybe we can kind of lure him into one, yeah. and then you know, set one off and ruin like his that. career or something. That'd I be like great. that. That'd, That'd be, be awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, more Patton Stew coming up. We got a spoons episode on the way. Oh yes,
3: food. Mm. Where's the food? I can it's smell the food. Right but That's I don't right,
4: Good
2: morning
3: Spoons is a segment in which we eat food In front of you because, Well for you. for you.: No I, I mean for uh, you, for you because we like for, because for you. We like you. Right we're and we are protecting you. about your money.
2: You, you, look, you're out there working hard. Yeah, you might you watch, don't need to waste your money on something that's not worth it.: You turn on CNBC,
3: you're mm-hmm. watching Kramer. You make some big stock trade. You make a lot of money. What do you right. do with that money? But he's
2: not doing this for you. No, he's
3: not doing Protecting this for you. Protecting you but from bad things Once like you this. leave Kramer and you have all that money, what are you going to do with that money? You need to spend it wisely mm-hmm. on, on good food items rather than terrible ones. Yeah. And that's why we're here. Uh, welcome to Spoons.
2: Was it yesterday we talked about the McDonald's sirloin burger?
3: I think it was. Is that? Uh, yeah, sure. yeah. So we have three of them. There's three different varieties. And what are the varieties? Uh, do we have a list of them? There's a mushroom one. What is it? The steakhouse is the mushroom, mushroom one? which has mushrooms, okay. cheese, and onions on it, right? Let's let's go through them as that we This is the mushroom one. tomato. Now you're not a mushroom guy, right, Pat? Uh-uh. The mushroom one looked good. Though. Now this is funny because they always they always say, "Can you make one vegetarian?" Because we have one idiot vegetarian. So, this is what I get, which is a oh. bun with mushrooms, che- with mushrooms, cheese, and onions on it.
2: Well, this one looks pretty good. That I like actually, mushroom. I will say, that doesn't look that bad. It's probably. I mean, if you like mushrooms,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't do like you? mushrooms. No, you don't. I don't mm-hmm. either. I do. No. Mm. Okay, it the sirloin nice. burger is okay. Sirloin burger is good. That's oh, pretty good. Hey, Little well, Heinz ketchup to dip this bad boy in. Yeah. Okay,
2: but again, the problem, as I mentioned yesterday, with fast food outlets like this, mm-hmm. I know. They cook the burger within an inch of its freaking life, and it, all the flavor is cooked out of that. Look at that! Come on, that is a well-done hamburger.
3: Wasn't it? Was it Jack in the Box that had those issues back in the day where yeah, a few kids died because uh, they <laughs> didn't don't happen me. to. I don't know. Cook all the food all the way through? Yeah, this is years. I mean, this is not. I mean, Mm. Jack in the Box has probably changed ownership 12 times since then. This is like the 80s, maybe then. I think it was maybe even. Maybe it was the 90s. Um, So, which
2: one is the one Mm. you're eating now? This is the. Um, Lettuce and tomato, I guess. Okay. This is the. uh, No, it's the bacon cheese Sugar Burger. I don't know which one that is. They, there's a bunch
3: of tabs, and Pat's just reading them. Mm-hmm. Um, this one has cheese, and a big glob of may- mayonnaise and some vegetables on it. Again, for th- for me, these don't work particularly well.
4: This is good. No. Yeah, this Cause one's cause got a bunch some of Some sort of protein patty or whatever. Right, this a bacon it. one. They mm-hmm. put like extra pickles and stuff on it. Ew. Yeah,
2: I, mm-hmm. uh, if you're a mushroom fan. That first, this I one is covered That's in mushrooms. It's, it's lots of mushrooms, lots of onions. Too.
3: That looks pretty good. You like that, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I do. It was very good. Here, try that one. How's that? How's that one going for you? I'm not a big fan of 18,000 pickles. It's a lot of pickles. I don't think it's a pickle burger though. <laughs> so they may have just overloaded <laughs> you with that one.
2: Just see yeah, one. and this one is, and then this one is just a lot of lettuce, onions. So the typical pickles, sort of setup. Can you want to show it to the camera instead of yourself? Looks like some mayo.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go. It's okay. It's right here. Ooh. I got an extra part of the burger though. What? Jeffy? What? I got an extra piece of a burger.
3: Wait, wait, what are you talking about? Look at this. Let's look at
2: Jeffy. This is, this is an the, extra
3: piece of burger. Can you can you show this to a, another camera that can see it?
2: Yeah. So you, you got a burger. You've got a mutant burger where I do, where there's part of another one attached <laughs> yes. to it. I'm not sure I'd eat that. <laughs> this <is laughs> It might be somebody's hand that yeah. got cooked. In, you got to remember, Donald. He, this is Jeffy.
5: Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not Peter's sure you'd care. eat it, of oh, course. Oh. But
2: I'm telling you. Go ahead, eat it. Let's that's see what happens. Bonus. Let's see what happens. The bonus piece. So, so let me... Uh, did, you, did you also get the kale thing or not? The kale thing I don't think is actually out yet. I think that's something oh, there's, okay. there's, that the the they're talking about. That's, that's also what we talked about yesterday, was, was that they were doing some kale product. And the kale also included... A spinach item. It was kale, spinach, and egg whites or something
4: in some breakfast. Uh, Oh, okay. That sounds pretty good. And if that wasn't enough, though. No, no, it doesn't. And if that wasn't enough, there's news (laughs) out today that's talking about McDonald's full menu will no longer be available at the drive-thrus. What? What do you mean? So. So. As 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 part of its global restructuring plan, McDonald's announced a plan for franchises to start cutting drive-thru menus. Wow! you speed up times? The company announced during a webcast mm. meeting the national franchise owners uh, that's coming up. That's. And they've got the big board meeting, I think, coming up on the 21st. So they're getting ready to unveil all these plans.
3: And Jeffy speaks with authority on when the McDonald's board meeting is. <laughs> like, obviously, you just read the story. I think they got that coming up on the uh, mm. 21st, I think it is, uh, uh, which is important. Uh, here, I'm going to take the two parts of the burger here and kind of improvise, because, I, again, I, didn't get any, I don't eat the meat, so it's kind of like there's not a lot going on. So I'm taking the best parts of this burger. And then I'm just going to take the fries, which weren't part of the taste test, but we just got because, um, you know, we're making Glen by them. So we might as well. And they're French fries.
4: They're French fries. Can't get McDonald's so. without French fries.
3: Yeah, so I can kind of make a fried. There was some concept that, 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 that
2: erupted uh, during the break that McDonald's used to do their French fries in some sort of beef. Yeah, I think I mentioned that on the too, didn't I? Something yeah. different. Beef tallow or something it, yeah.
3: they changed I got sued, I think, by, um, like, I feel like it was like Hindus who don't, who have a real issue with eating
2: beef products. Is McDonald's a big stopping place for Hindus? You know, no, I do don't know the answer
4: to that. No. Yeah. No. Now according to this, mm. oh my gosh, according to this, bef- this little thing that I've got from mcdonalds.com. Yeah. Um, yes. For color and texture, canola oil, soybean oil, hydrogenated soybean oil, to preserve the quality of our frying oil and maintain mm-hmm. a clean and fresh flavor citric acid. For our signature flavor, Mm-hmm. Natural beef flavor is derived right. from beef fat that contains wheat and milk derivatives. Oh, still? That's what it really? says on their website. Is it does that have to do that has in the fry section? Is that what you're talking about the
3: fry section? Mm-hmm. Oh, I probably shouldn't eat these. Then,
2: hmm. What will
3: happen to you if you do? I will explode. Uh,
4: people don't realize that. <laughs> Let's see. It's like, um, I bet I bet not. It's like a Hindu thing. I think you're becoming Hindu. I dare you. Right? I, am Hindu. Hindu. I, I dare you to see if you explode. Well, if you want
3: to see what it looks like, look at a mirror. That's what <laughs> it would look like if I exploded. That's funny.
4: What was that? That is that? An overweight yeah, joke. I got it. Mm-hmm. Joke about you being uh, I got in Over- excess. Overweight. What's funny what is eat. I was stuffing fries in my <laughs> mouth at the same damn
3: time. You're <laughs> acting upset about being called overweight as you're eating fries.
5: Mm.
2: Yeah.
3: So there right, you go. Well,
2: mm. There you go. It's actually the uh, sirloin burger and it pretty good. There I mean, go. I'll say this. Yeah.
3: Pat's taste testing a burger in this break. <laughs> yeah. And this is the result. Yeah, that mushroom, right.
2: thing? That mushroom burger. Okay. Well it's Eat approximately 6% of the burger is left. And it is 100% sirloin. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah. we were talking yesterday that they used to use filler in some of their burgers, and it was carrageenan, which is seaweed. There's apparently none of that in here, if you to believe the 100%. It's on the front. Okay. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. There you go. Pretty good. Not bad. You see it.